This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're here on the ocean. It's a Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie May. I am here on the ocean with some wine. Gonna do it right. Gonna get into this podcast like a beach, bitch. Let's do it. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jessie May Peluso. It's a personal look well it's not really a look because it's a podcast i'm already fucking this up this is kind of like a verbal comedy diary a deep look into the crevices of my mind it's gonna get dirty you might cry you probably laugh hopefully you'll laugh the whole point is for you to laugh but you also might cry i talk about my family i talk about farts, farts. i talk about love loss comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional i talk about my dog sometimes each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me (laughs) welcome to the sharp tongue podcast i am your girl jesse may We're recording on the beach. This could go completely wrong, or it can be completely right. Either way, I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I needed to get out of the fucking house, and I thought it would be fun. I thought it would be fun for us to chill on the beach together, have a little vino. Um, Behind me is Venice Beach. Venice, yeah. And in front of me is... uh, a woman doing yoga naked. So I'm really living my best life out here. It's so beautiful. I can see how and why people choose the ocean to end their lives. (laughs) That's fucking terrible. That really is terrible, but I get it. You know, I just, I'm looking, I'm licking the wine off the, this great little thermos that I have. I understand it. That's all I'm saying is that I get why this is a a, play, a destination of the final step, if you will. Cheers, everybody. Cheers to a beautiful day. Hopefully it's not your last. <laughs> Hopefully you stick around. Please stick around. If you go in the ocean, come back. Don't go in with cement shoes. Come on. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, once that hits your lips, it's so good. There's a lot of beach walkers out here. 
a strange Venice hair on my microphone. That's definitely going to cause coronavirus. The coronavirus is afoot. Those, mo- those poor motherfuckers on that cruise ship. Can you imagine? Can you imagine getting stuck? First of all, just being on a cruise is anxiety-inducing as it is. For me, anyways. And I've been on, like, six. <laughs> I've been on, like, six cruises, so I get it, you know? But then, throw in a little bird flu. That'll make the buffet awkward, you know? Just sounds terrible. And my mom knew a woman who was stuck on that cruise ship off the coast of Japan. She's like, oh, yeah, Mary Swanson's on there with her husband. I was like, what? You know a woman who's, you know a woman who has coronavirus? <laughs> hey, everybody, it's the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Did I already tell you that? We're going to get into a whole bunch of shit. Shout out to Absolute Extracts, my amazing sponsors. They keep me elevated on the road, on the planes. Don't drink and drive, get high and fly. And, um, yeah. So my mom told me she knew a lady who was on the, the coronavirus cruise. Which is, isn't that every cruise? <laughs> isn't that really just every cruise? I mean, if we think about it, I feel like every cruise has started some sort of uh, disease, some sort of, some sort of uh, gross bug. I was on a cruise. I went on a Norwegian cruise. I've been on carnival i've been on did i do a disney cruise i've done so many different cruises oh what's the nice one royal caribbean fancy bitch that's fancy mm-hmm. carnivals for a bitch on the budget uh royal caribbean that's for a bitch who's balling you know you get in a couple scrimps you get an extra scrimps at dinner they've got you know you only get diarrhea like twice in a week on Royal Caribbean. Carnival Cruise, you got diarrhea before you step foot on the boat. They're like, hey, have you seen the movie Titanic? It could happen this week. You ready to go to Cozumel? You're like, what? <laughs> what did you say? I don't want to die. I just think, like, it, being on a cruise, like I said, in of itself is stressful. It's stressful. You're with a bunch of different people. The rooms are small. Uh, you know, it's like... You feel, and let you, you got to get a room with a window. You need a room with a view. Please listen to a bitch who's been on a bunch of them. Get a room with a view. Get spend the extra cash. Spare it no expense, bitch. Get that even if it's that little butthole window that you look out like a poor person. <laughs> get that fucking window, you know. Get that window. Make that shit happen. Look out, look out into the, <laughs> the, the endless abyss. But you, you just, it's a weird vacation. You know, you, you, you get, it's like a, it's like how white people see a country, you know? You get on the boat, you're on the boat for seven days and you go out, you buy some duty-free rum, you get your hair braided, you dance to a steel drum band and then you get your bass your ass back on the ship you're like come on Lair we got to get back on the ship the indigenous people are infected you know it's like the safe way for a white person to see a country 
for an uncultured white person. <laughs> You're like, I went to Jamaica. No, you didn't, bitch. You were there for six minutes and you bought a keychain. That's not Jamaica. It's, and it's offensive. You should have to go to the country and spend time and see the people, not be on the ship climbing rock walls and going to the midnight chocolate buffet, you fat American fuck. <laughs> yeah, I swam with dolphins. No. Anytime you're swimming with dolphins, you're swimming with prisoners. When's the last time you watched a National Geographic show and dolphins were, te- were swimming with, you know, some seven-year-old named Tristan from Connecticut? That's not what they want to do. They're prisoners. <laughs> they're, they're being held hostage by some guy named Chad who didn't want to work in investment banking anymore and he took up shop in Antigua. I'm having a great time with wine, you know? It's just ridiculous. I think cruises are ridiculous. That's why I've been on seven of them. I've been on fucking seven cruises. Can you believe it? The last cruise I went on was Kid Rock's Chillin' the Most cruise. Or as I like to call it, Chillin' the Moist, because it was very moist. And I had a lot of judgments about it. I've already talked about it on this podcast, but I had a lot of, you know, judgments ahead of time. And I... I loved Kid Rock. Don't get me wrong. I just had no idea what to expect, you know. And I get on this cruise ship, and it—I haven't—I never saw that many titties in my life. I don't think that if you had a wet nurse convention, there'd be more titties there. I think there was the most titties I've ever seen. That's—I think that's why they called it chilling the most. It was just chilling the most with the most titties. That's what it was. My phone keeps fucking falling here. This is what I get for broadcasting on I'm on location but it was just a bunch of titties a bunch of tramp stamps and that was just in my room (laughs) let's be honest I got both of those it's a back tattoo sure it is I had so much fun on this cruise do you hear me folks so much fun the most fun ever it was the greatest time of my life Seriously, I enjoyed it so much. The people were amazing. I only had a couple shows. It was only like a four-night cruise. We left out of Miami. I'm pretty sure the coronavirus was started on it. But you know what? We had a great time. You know? Oh, shit. Yo, there's a bunch of helicopters in Ospreys. Oh, there's Ospreys. Oh, they're my favorite military aircraft. I wish I could show you guys. You probably can't even see it. I just sound like a crazy person. This is the coolest part about living where I live. San Diego being just south of us. You get to see all these fucking military aircrafts. Oh my god, I'm here! Save me! I need saving. (laughs) But back to Kid Rock Cruise causing coronavirus. I'm pretty convinced Patient Zero was on that chillin' the moist cruise. A lot of questionable fluids. Um, no one slept and I will say Kid Rock one of the most amazing live performers I've seen and I know you're probably like what Jesse mate yeah that's why he's so successful regardless of whatever his views are if you don't agree if you do agree who gives a shit set all that aside just look at the performer he's pretty damn talented the dude can play guitar he can DJ he can rap he can you know do ballads 
and he wore overalls with his face on it all fucking week. I mean, if that's not a dude after my own heart, I don't know what is. Who cares if he started coronavirus? Worth it. <laughs> Can you hear my laugh in my in my thermos? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Totally worth it. In my mind. It just, it honestly was a great time. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm talking shit. I'm talking shit about, you know, people going on cruises and them being like, you know, something you do when you're broke. And it is. It fucking is. What do you want from me? That's what it is. You go on a cruise and you think you're traveling the world. No, you're not, Stephanie. And I've also been to countries, you know. And there's no comparison. I suggest if you're on a budget, find some place off season. Go to Iceland. At least go to Mexico completely. You gotta you gotta get in with the locals. You can't get in with the locals on a guided tour, you pussy. Get out there. Get a face tattoo by some guy named Juan on the side of the highway. You know? Not henna by some girl they hired who's not even really a true you know, native. She just has a tan and a culturally androgynous look. I'm not even sure if that's the right term, but I'm going with it because this wine is really feeling great. It's really getting into my blood system. This, the view, the visage, the vista is so amazing. There's a group of people and a puppy chasing after them. How could you be sad? In a place like this, how could you be sad? Especially when I'm drinking wine. Oh, FYI, Newsflash, folks. Giant newsflash. The price of wine is almost at an all-time low in like 25 years. California grew too many grapes, and wine is about to be the cheapest for the next three years. Buy up, bitch. Okay? And maybe even go after those more expensive wines. I bet you they're going to be dropping their prices to deal with the supply and demand because the supply is way over the demand right now. That's a buyer's market, and this is not a commercial. I just have been listening to Dave Ramsey a lot. (laughs) Bitch on a budget life, okay? Maybe you should stick to cruises and organic wine from Ralph's. It is, it's a, it's a surplus right now. And they, it's because there's also, it's the most decreased demand that the wine industry has seen. Millennials, you're not drinking wine. We, I guess I'm a part of the millennial group, even though I don't like to I like to wear the jacket too much because a lot of you are just pissing me off but let me tell you wine is not keeping up with the demand to cater to us so you guys are drinking fucking white claw gross I'm sorry there's no laws with the claws yeah there are laws read those ingredients they're gonna stick to your colon for the next 30 years Find yourself a nice glass of wine. Have a little sophistication in your style. You know what I'm saying, millennials? I Here's my bone to pick with millennials. I saw something on the internet that said, millennials find Ace Ventura offended. Fuck you. Back up. You're not taking Ace Ventura from us. You're not. You're offended because you're lazy and you're bored. Go learn a language, Tristan. Okay. Alrighty then. We have exercised the millennials. Stop it. It's a great, great film. Maybe one of the best comedies of all time. 
And Jim Carrey may be one of the greatest comedic actors of our generation. I'll be damned if you take that from me because you're offended. Okay, Sabina? <laughs> Back up off of Ace Ventura. You're not taking him. You can have everybody else. Go after Blink-182, you fuck. Be offended by their lyrics. Not my childhood movie. I will be damned. I just, I can't, I can't deal with it. You guys should focus on real shit that's going on. A bunch of new pedophiles on the scene. There's that, that, uh, that, that clothing guy, that designer dude, who apparently is like Jerry, Jeffrey Epstein 2.0. He looked like Vigo from Ghostbusters. That guy's a pedophile. Fucking a bunch of young girls, 16-year-olds. Bunch of sex parties with teenage girls. Be mad about that. Focus on that shit. Not Ace Ventura. Go, to, go after the dude who looks like an out-of-work magician who's finger-blasting young girls. Be mad about that. Be mad about real things, actions, not movies that are meant for entertainment, okay? You're all, you got your priorities all mixed up. I don't know why I'm screaming. <laughs> why am I screaming? I can't find my fucking cursor on my, on my computer, and I can't see a damn thing. It lo- I feel like it's still recording. Are we still recording? Well, hopefully this thing is recording because I am on a goddamn roll. I swear. There are pedophiles everywhere. Fucking Boy Scouts filing for bankruptcy because they can't keep up with their their lawsuits. Finger blasting boys. That's what's happening. Boy Scouts. There's a bunch of pedophile claims within the Boy Scouts. Are you kidding me right meow? Keep your hands to yourself, Gary. What is wrong with people? It's such a vicious cycle. Stop touching and fucking kids. Seriously. It's pissing me. That shit piss you off, millennials. Not Ace Ventura. Pet detective. It should be, you know, Boy Scout leader petting kids. That's what should piss you off. It's insane. And now, I mean, the scouts... They're worth $1.4 billion or something like that. And their lawsuits are like $100 million to $1 billion. They're done. They're done. They're done. They even pissed off, they pissed off the, the, uh, the Mormons. Jesus Christ, the Latter-day Saints, bye. They're like, bye. They pulled out. Everyone's pulling out. That's the problem. Shit. The world is burning up. <laughs> That's why we need to drink wine on the beach. And bitch about it. That's what should piss you off. Real issues, not movies. I'll stop yelling. Let me have another sip of wine. Hold on. It's just ridiculous. It's really just ridiculous. We're focused on the wrong shit. We're angry about the wrong things. And I honestly think when you're offended, you're just lazy. And I said this on Rogan. People who say they're offended aren't really even offended by the thing they're saying they're offended by. They just want to say they're offended so they can put a hashtag on their tweet and they can hop on some campaign and they can act like they're involved in society and that they're a part of the marches. You're just, look, just because you wear the t-shirt doesn't mean that you talk the talk. Okay? So quit hopping on other people's causes just because you're lazy behind your laptop. That should be a new Lifetime movie, Lazy Behind Your Laptop, showing all these millennial bastards getting angry. Oh, my God, did you see 
what they said in that movie Clueless from 25 years ago. I am offended. Are you, Chloe? Well, you weren't offended when you went and got your pussy waxed by some woman from another country, were you? You don't mind getting your asshole lasered by some woman named Nadia from Bulgaria, do ya? My friend Marty Caproni's got a great joke about it. I mean, it's not really about that, but he talks about, you know, girls and being mad about stuff. You should check it out. I don't know the exact joke. This is something a little bit different, but it made me think of that. I don't see you being offended then, huh? Well, you have some woman named Ming Ping dusting off the calluses off your feet. You're not mad then, are you? No. Just when Ace Ventura comes on. <laughs> There's some guy down at the end of the beach looking at me. Probably thinking I'm having a complete mental breakdown. And aren't we all? I think it's good to have a breakdown. As my life coach Brett Costin says, and, and, and a few other philosophers of their time, you can't, the only way... <laughs> I'm obviously not a philosopher. The only way to a breakthrough is from a breakdown. I mean, in those words or less. Basically, you have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough. And I'm not saying I'm having a breakdown on the beach right now. I'm just saying that I totally am here for it. I'm living that life. I'm not afraid of it. I'm certainly not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of shit anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm slowly getting over things. I have a lot of, I've had a lot of trauma in my past that's made me have a distrust for people and men and I read this article today about Drew Carey's ex-fiancee who was murdered. This poor girl was murdered, and they think by her ex who she had restraining orders on. And that broke my heart. That broke my heart. This poor girl with a whole life ahead of her. I mean, she probably was, you know, uh, happily in love, I would assume, with Drew Carey. Who looks like a, a human cartoon character, but I'm sure he treated her well. And here she goes and gets murdered by her ex she had two restraining orders on look you guys and I'm sure men are out there and you guys have experiences with women that are crazy and you know girls that are trapping dudes and making and getting pregnant it's a small percentage it's a small percentage I gotta say as a woman who's lived a female life as a female I can't even count on my hands and toes the amount of men who have been disrespectful abusive violent and all sorts of things against me. And so it just validates people having fears and having distrust towards men. And that just, I read that article and it just made, it touched, it touched me right in my no-no spot. No. <laughs> I had to make a joke because we're, we're, we're so serious. But I, because I have a restraining order and it makes me scared. You know, that sort of fear and trauma stays with you when you're somebody who's gone through that. I got my restraining order on Valentine's Day three years ago, bitches. If I can survive, so can you. And unless I don't trust you to fall in love, unless you've had a restraining order, you got to go through that toxicity to know what good love is. And you also have to learn how to heal, excuse me, on your own. You have to heal. It's your responsibility. And it's hard. I know it's hard, bitches. I've been there. I'm still there. I'm still navigating trauma and grief. Losing my dad. It's a lot. You know, I, I understand 
people having fears, having to navigate so much, you know, having to learn to trust and love yourself and get yourself back up on the horse. Is that what they call it? You know, you got to dust yourself off, bitch. Put your big girl panties on and deal with it. That's what my mom always says. Well, usually it's because I'm pantless and drunk in Marshalls and she tells me to put my pants back on and deal with the mess I made. (laughs) I just, I can understand women having gone through shit. I just want you to heal. I want you to find your healing however you can. And don't be afraid to like try new therapies. Try microdosing. Try holistic healing, yoga, you know, group orgies, whatever you have to do to heal, as long as it's something that is producive. Is that a word? (laughs) As long as it's something that's productive for your life and it doesn't hold you back, I'm all for it. And dudes, look, if you've been there and girls have done you wrong, I feel you, bro. You got to get over it too. Not all of us are bitches and not all men are assholes. And that's where we got to meet in the middle and understand this shit. Because look at me, I'm a good person out here in my Target sail jacket, in my dirty braid, drinking my wine, having a great day. I'm not judging anybody. I'm not judging anyone at all except for you offended millennials that are mad about the greatest 1990s comedies of all time. I'm not mad. I understand. I understand some of you have got some shit you can't get over. And what I'm trying to draw the... The parallel between people who have real traumas and maybe are validated in their anger towards certain things in society versus people who are just lazy and offended. So let's just focus on dealing with intention and not and not being offended by things that are pointless when it comes to the bigger picture. Does that make sense? <laughs> Man. What a, what a life, though, you know? What a life we have just to be alive. I think it's a gift. It's a gift. And you're going to spend your gift being mad and offended? Then do something. Okay. If you're mad about Ace Ventura, then do something. What are you going to do? You're going to go save the dolphins because you're mad because they depicted a dolphin because it was the Miami Dolphins? It's 23.9 rounded to the nearest decimal point. We have traveled back in time to save save endangered species. So far, no evidence is found. I could recite that whole movie. Asshole mio. Wow, you people are real friendly around here. My whole childhood is Ace Ventura. My whole childhood is Jim Carrey, when I think about it. I mean, amongst others, you know, the other greats, Joan Rivers, Richard Pryor, Bill Hicks, Sam Kinison, George Carlin, of course, which my dog is named after. Even Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin. But then I learned that he was also finger-blasting young girls. But then I kind of, I didn't give him a pass, but that was like the 1900s, early 1900s. Totally different time. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying within the context of the era, it's a different scenario. It was a different set of rules. Of course, in this time, it's not right. But you don't see me being offended by Charlie Chaplin movies. I'll take them off air. No. It's not the way things work. Because if that were the case, and we're going to get offended in retrospect, then all of you are canceled. Because all of you have done some shit. I'm canceling everybody, if that's the case. We don't just cancel entertainers. We're canceling the lady who banks. Okay? Because 20 years ago... 
she made a racist comment to her waitress at the IHOP out on Route 11, and it's not good. Nobody saw it because she's a regular person, but it's still not good. We're shutting Betty down. <laughs> it's just a short life, you know. We almost have to cherry pick what uh, what makes us angry. And you, and and then what do you do with that anger? What do you do with anger? What do you do with it? Because it's a missed opportunity if you do nothing with it. Anger is a vital tool for productivity in my life, in my mind. Anger can be used to create something good. It can be used to fuel you to figure out the source of it. And you might find out the source of your anger dates back to something before you even went through puberty. Some childhood shit. But it's your duty to process your own anger. And inflicting it on other people is not processing. That's just deflecting your own anger. That's just pushing your anger on somebody else and having them deal with it. You're still not processing it. And in in turn, you're creating more of a traumatic tsunami, an emotional tsunami of your own that's going to come crashing down on you. you got to process your anger. And it's not even about screaming it out in the forest but try it try it out i saw that scene on uh honey boy which is a great movie by shia labou labouf labouf lapuff laqueef um great movie that he wrote and directed that was i'm sorry that he wrote that was directed by my friend byron bowers lady whose name escapes me but i'll, I'll put the link in my d- description he was dealing with anger and one of his counselors suggested he go and scream in the woods. Excuse me. It didn't work for him. Excuse me. But it could work for some of you. Sometimes processing your anger involves momentum and movement and forward action. Even just taking a jog on the beach. So much of our pent-up anger and anxiety can be dealt with through strenuous exercise through the opposite of that, through meditation and mindfulness. There's such a spectrum of therapies out there for you to navigate through to find out how you can heal. And that's what this shit's all about. I don't know the meaning of life. I swear I'm not stoned. (laughs) I don't know the meaning of life, but I think we'll get closer to it the more time we spend in our own self-healing. And I've seen it. It's evident in my friends. I see my friends working on themselves. I see my friend Marty working on himself and growing and becoming this confident, strong man. And my friend Chris McClure and and Leo Flowers and, you know, all these amazing people in my life. Jackie Stang. All these people who are doing big things with their careers and working on themselves. I think... We'll get closer to the meaning of life the more self-healing we do. And I think it's great that as a society, the stigma of mindfulness, yoga, meditation, um, therapy is starting to dissipate a little bit. It's not such a sissy thing, is it? It's not such a sissy thing to put yourself first, is it, Gregory? All these dudes, the era of tough dudes. In in hard ass women It's over It's done It's over in the sense that it's okay to put Work into yourself I mean look at Joe Rogan I think the archetype of a heterosexual male Is Joe Rogan And a male who's in touch with his sensitive side Who 
is in touch with his femininity, who puts work into himself. I mean, that motherfucker freezes his nuts three times a week. If that's not a dude looking for internal growth and peace, I don't know what is. He's trying to freeze his anger and anxiety away. That's somebody working on themselves. And if a tough-ass dude like that with, you know, tattooed to the gills and a UFC fighter, MMA fighter, all of that is into healing himself and finding peace and doing mindfulness and the same time bow hunting elk in the middle of the day, you can do it too. <laughs> it was a long-winded approach to explain that I think it's a, a cool thing that to, in today's society we're open to healing. It's not witchery, you know, it's not hocus pocus. It actually works. It really does. And I think more importantly, breaking the stigma of it is going to help us. You know, we got a lot of anger and anxiety in the world, but there's also a lot of peace and calm that's coming up behind it. That's kind of why I wanted to be on the beach today. I was like, you know, if, I, if I'm in a podcast, oh shit, let me not knock over my wine. I kind of want to be in a serene environment. This is great. I don't know why I don't do this every time. Well, the, the, I guess the sand and technology don't go hand in hand. <laughs> I'm like, why don't I do this every time? And then a fucking tidal wave <laughs> takes me out. <laughs> oh, this is why I don't do it every time. Cool. But it's still like something reflective about the ocean. What is it? I think, I think the ocean's a great place to dump your anger. Get out there. Try and get mad at the waves. They'll drown your ass. The waves will be like real cute and they'll just bitch slap you like psh, 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 psh. Then you get a mouthful of salt water and you're like, <laughs> good point. Good point. You realize you get humbled by the ocean. I think that's why it might be a good place for you to dispense some of your anger. Come out here. Go for a swim. I'm a terrible swimmer. You won't find me out there. I'll wait around. I'll kind of chill. But I am not going in over my head. Literally and figuratively. It's not happening. It's just not my it's not my territory. I'll I'll ride a horse, you know. I'll um go hiking where there might be mountain lions, but I'm not going out in the fucking ocean. <laughs> Fuck that. That's for you fools. Look at these motherfuckers in their sailboats. Get out of here. Are you crazy? Oh, there's too many steps on a sailboat. Not like steps to like walk on, but like things and, and, and protocols and processes to get it going. I can barely get in my car and get that out of my parking spot. If I had a sailboat, that shit would crash into shore. I would come out of the marina and, and just crash, right? It would, it would literally just be a beached boat. Which is what they called me in high school. <gasps> the helicopters are back. Oh my god. Thank I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here. <laughs> you guys probably can't even hear it. How sad is that? This bitch is running on the beach in a shawl. Go ahead, girl. Get your lazy fitness on. At least you're trying a little bit. She's in a house coat. I don't even think she has sneakers on. They look like Uggs. I got my beach shoes on. Man, these beach... Let me tell you. I know Uggs are like the stereotypical white girl footwear, but they're great for the beach. I got them for the beach, and they work for the bitch and the beach. I was kind of hoping there'd be like a lifeguard up here, but there's not. All these multi-million dollar homes that are 
literally right in the tsunami zone. Isn't that dangerous? Isn't it kind of, it's like, what's the point? It's like having, you know, it's like being horny, but your, your only choice is a bunch of dirty s- prostitutes, male or female. It's like, do you really want to risk it? Is it worth it? Sure, it's a beautiful view for a few minutes, but then you might die. You might get itchy and burny and then die. I, I guess I kind of get it, but the same breath, it's just so expensive to almost die by a wall of a wave, which is what they also called me in high school. <laughs> I can't, I have such tsunami anxiety. It's so stupid. It really is. I mean, now thanks to modern technology and meteorology and, you know, the movie um, with Naomi Watts and what, who was her husband? Was it um, was it Felicity Huffman's guy? Oh, what's his name? The dude from Fargo. Was that her hu- Was that Naomi Watts's husband in that movie about the tsunami? <laughs> Thanks to that movie, we now know what to look for. You know, we learn backwards. We we just have to look for the ocean receding way way far out, and then the only other thing you have to look for is a thousand foot wave wall. There are people on the edge of the ocean. Looking up at the wave wall, like, what's that? What's that? What's that there? Gare Bear? Huh? What is it? What is it? You get closer. Is that, is that, what, what is it? And then, whoosh. You're fucking taken out. You're donezo. Curiosity killed the cat. It kills the cat every time. Especially when it's a tsunami. Oh, sorry. I, I, mixed, I messed up the video. Especially when it's a tsunami curiosity is gonna fucking kill you bitch if I see that ocean recede six inches I'm gone I'm climbing a ladder I'm gonna climb up a goddamn tree like a capuchin you will see me shimmy up a banana tree I don't even know if there are any banana trees here probably not it's probably not an indigenous fruit sounds like something that has to get flown in by Guatemalans but I will climb up a goddamn palm tree. Those aren't indigenous here either. I think Frank Sinatra planted all the palm trees in L.A. But you know, you catch my drift. I will use these Uggs to the fullest and shimmy my skinny ass up the tallest pole I can find. I don't care if it's a stripper pole inside of my friend's house. I'm getting up on top of it and I'm not drowning. Not today. Not today. I'm not drowning. I'm not dying. Not today. That's the whole point, man. You gotta fight. You've gotta fight for your right to party. Well, I'm offended by the lyrics. Fuck off, Bethany. Suck a dick. You're not gonna ruin my childhood because you're lazy with your adulthood. You hear me? You feel me? Tristan, Trevor, Bethany, and Sophia. Go fucking. Go go advocate for the Boy Scouts, you lazy whores. You're not going to ruin my childhood with your lazy adulthood. God damn it. That bitch doesn't even have a shirt on. You got your titties out. Got your titties out. This girl's got her titties out. Good for her. Here comes a guy. Oh, God. He's in a full fucking suit. You, you, look, if you see a dude in a full suit on the beach, you better phone a friend. That dude's walking in. If somebody's at the, at the beach with dress shoes and a full suit, he's done. He is Michael Douglas done. The game? Is that the movie? The game where he just fucking loses it? 
<laughs> you've got to you got to intervene. Okay? We all need to intervene with each other a little bit more. Mhm. A little more compassion. A little more empathy and understanding. And if you've got anger, deal with it. You just got to deal with it. Process it. Get it out of you. Anger is not necessarily <laughs> toxic, but left undealt with can lead to toxic behavior. It can be useful. Use it. Find out how to use it for you. It's different for everybody. Here, right now, here's a bitch jogging. She's probably angry. Boyfriend probably didn't get her the flowers she wanted for Valentine's Day. She's out here jogging it out. Out here jogging it out. Find what works for you. Meditate. Float. I, I tried floating. It's amazing. There's this place called Just Float in Pasadena that I love. I ch- only tried it once. I'm not going to act like I'm a big advocate. Uh, well, I am an advocate. I'm not going to act like I'm a huge connoisseur of it. Is that the proper word? You guys know what I mean. I'm not going to act like I do it every goddamn week. I would if I could, but I can't. But the one time I tried it, transformational. Is that a word? <laughs> I feel like I created a lot of words on this episode. Transformative. Thank you. Try meditation. Try floating. Exercise. Get into nature. Yo, shut your device off. But not before you share my podcast. <laughs> Not before you rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Not before then. But after then, you can shut it off. And find a way to process your anger. It's a short, beautiful life. And I'm sure you've had a lot of shit that's happened in it that's made it a little arduous, a little tedious, a little hard to sometimes wake up in the day and have a positive attitude. And that's okay. You don't have to wake up happy every goddamn day. We can't. It's impossible. But at least try to process that anger. So you can be fully present in your life and other people's lives, the people who are in your life. It would behoove you to just deal with the beast within a little bit. Feed the beast. It angers the beast. Feed it. Feed it meditation. Feed it yoga. Feed it therapy. Feed it tits out jogging on the beach. A little nature walk. Whatever you got to do. You owe it to yourself, motherfuckers. And you owe it to me to uh, share my podcast with your friends. <laughs> Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Let them know. I'm out here. Oh, speaking of being out here, before we go, I'm going to be in Portsmouth, New Hampshire this weekend at Cisco Brewers. That's the 21st, 22nd, three shows. I'm going to be in Michigan, Grand Rapids, Detroit. Oh, sorry. Grand Rapids, Michigan, Dr. Grins. February 27th, 28th, and 29th. I'm going to be in Florida, Delray Beach, Miami, Key West, uh, March 3rd, 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. Bunch of dates coming up. JessieMay.com for tickets. Check it out. Come see me live. A portion of ticket sales will go towards the Alzheimer's Association. I appreciate you guys. I hope you deal with your anger. I hope you find something that works for you. In the meantime... I'm just going to watch the sunset and drink my wine like a grown-ass bitch. Who knows, maybe John Hamill walk by with his beef sandwich and a nice banana hammock. A girl can dream.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.